Yo, today is November 18, 2022. Welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live. We're your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We've got the breaking news, culture, mematic warfare. We'll be your guide through the separation of money and state. And that's exactly what we're living through nowadays. Anyways, um, more SBF drama. This is probably the last time we're going to cover this because this is just ridiculous at this point. Um, article by the New York Post. Literally, it looks like the Bahamian government asked SBF to hack his own exchange to transfer some of those assets into the Bahamian government's custody. There's also, um, he also got interviewed by Vox and, uh, through Twitter DM. And just looking at some of these replies, man, th this guy is not all right in the head, dude. Just not cool. Uh, we're also going to talk about Jack Dorsey and his, uh, his, uh, he's creating a hardware wallet. More news dropped on, on where that hardware wallet is going to be manufactured. And uh, it's really interesting on the logic of how they're, or, or the, the strategy and how they're developing this. Um, it looks like they just want to make self-custody easy for everybody. And that's a very big challenge, you know, especially if you've been in the fiat matrix for most of your life, you know, the idea of writing 12 words, writing down 24 words and taking self-custody over your wealth when you've been outsourcing that responsibility for maybe your entire life is very radical, right? So we do have to make self-custody easy because at the end of the day, what we always tell you, if enough people take self-custody of their Bitcoin, we win this revolution. There's absolutely nothing they can do about it. But if we don't learn lessons from the past, and most people outsource that responsibility to third parties, not only is it easier for governments to co-opt and capture, but you're also trusting those third parties to, you know, have integrity and not just, you know, do shenanigans with your funds. And the example with FTX, you know, all the bells and whistles, Mr. Wonderful, Tom Brady, and it still turned out to be a scam. So the answer to all of this is stop trusting other people with your money. Just take self-custody. It's as simple as that. It's so simple, some people make it complicated. But before we start the show, I want to give a shout-out to my awesome co-host, the always optimistic Optimus Fields. What's up, bro? Well, good morning, Nico, and good morning, everyone out there in YouTube, Twitter land. Good to be here. And Another Rumble. day of content. And Oh, and Rumble land. Oh, yeah. Well, And Bitcoin TV. What's up, everyone? How are you doing today? Good to be here. Good to be here. Uh, I'm going to keep the culture close to the chest because uh, we were, are supposed to have a guest here. Uh, he said he's going to be running a little late, so I hope he pops in so we can do the culture we had uh, in mind. But if not, I got something, a plan B for us that would be very fitting on today's show. So either way, we're going to give you guys the sauce today. But, man, just in regards to this F, uh, SBF, FTX stuff, I, I've been saying it, I think, all week. Like, the farther we are away from this collapse and the more information that is coming out, it it just gets more and more ridiculous. It's absolutely insane, this circus show that is that is following uh, the FTX debacle. And, and I, I just showed you this morning, like, Forbes dropped some ridiculous article about Caroline as well. It's... It's almost like the legacy media is in bed with these people. Absolutely yep. amazing. Absolutely amazing. But let's just get into it, Nico. Let's do this. All right, everybody. Let's start the show. The Bitcoin Numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And... 
if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, everybody. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is at 16582 It's under 20K. It's a great time to stack. Sats per dollar, 6031 Block height, 763736 Reachable. Bitcoin nodes were at 14951 Blocks to the halvening, 76,264. Having estimates April 22nd, 2024. Total Lightning Network capacity, we're at 5,135. Capacity value, 85 million US dollars. Realized monetary inflation, Bitcoin continues to take fiat currencies to absolute school. We're at 1.77%. And market capitalization, $318 billion. Now, there is good news. I can't emphasize this enough. This week was historic in the battle or the information war or just the, the, the self-custody problem in the first place. It looks like enough people got spooked, whether that was Gemini going down momentarily, their earn program shutting down, FTX collapsing, Celsius collapsing. It looks like enough people burnt their finger on the stove and said enough is enough. I don't trust these third parties anymore. I'm going to take self-custody. And it looks like that's exactly what's happening. And I have some data to back up that uh, that claim. Uh, let's check out Glassnode, right? And the amount of Bitcoin that is held on exchanges is literally taking a nosedive. It looks like people are finally taking self-custody, right? It's the orange line. And it is back to the August 18th. 2018 level that is great man this is good news dude this is really really good news also good news as well and this looks like it's going parabolic right the bitcoin addresses with 0.1 bitcoin or more look at that literally it, it looks like a shit coin it's literally a line going all the way just straight up and that's amazing that could also be people taking self-custody let's check out alan's addresses with one bitcoin new whole coiners one one bitcoin whole coiners being minted it looks like the addresses of whole coiners is almost at a million it's sitting at 933 933 000 um and let's check out some more numbers, addresses with 10 Bitcoin or more, right? These are more wealthier individuals. Uh, it looks like it's being static, but the smaller guys, man, I love that. That makes me extremely positive, especially addresses with 0.1 Bitcoin or more. The, these guys, man, look at that. That that makes me really, 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 really happy. Also, addresses with 100 Bitcoin or more, you have a, a, a lot wealthier individuals, continues to remain static. So it looks like it's only really the smaller guys, right? And then, of course, these are exchange addresses, you could say, or you can even say that the whales, man, addresses with 10K Bitcoin or more. Holy crap, dude. It looks like the whales are buying the dip, right? So it's really the smaller guys and the whales, but everybody in the middle, the 10 to 100, 100 Bitcoin, those guys are just, I don't know what's going on over there. Anyway, some original thought. I said the silver lining in all this is that the FTX blow up has been one of the best motivators I've ever seen for individuals to finally take self-custody of their Bitcoin. And that's absolutely right. And here's some information from Google Trends, right? Check this out. I searched how to buy Bitcoin and how to buy crypto, right? Take a look at that. How to buy Bitcoin is going, it's, going, it's a little parabolic, and how to buy crypto is literally sinking like a shit coin. 
amazing to see amazing to see and this is a big difference because look at may 2021 it was how to buy crypto also the the pump like the mini pump in november the second pump it was how to buy crypto and now after the ftx blow up and after this this is a really promising trend man people are not interested in crypto based on google trend analytics people are interested in bitcoin this is very promising now what sucks is there it needed to be an exchange that blew up in order for these lessons to be learned and a lot of people got wrecked in the first place but the good news is that people are learning bitcoin not crypto and people are also learning not your keys not your corn right so there is some positive news at the end if you look at all the analytics bro the the you know whatever they're called the shrimp and the little guys man the point one the whole coiners new whole coiners are being minted this is a great opportunity for everybody american hodl said it the other day he tweeted it he said it best right at this at these prices you have no excuse you could make it to one whole coin you just got to put your mind your back into it and uh you know be part of that 21 million elite that have that privilege to be able to hold one whole bitcoin man you know remember it's 21 million divided by infinity and if you divide it by the human population it's 21 million divided by 8 billion so just you holding one bitcoin makes you the privileged elite especially in the hyper bitcoinized world that i think we're all fighting for that i believe we're going to and i believe we're going to because just bitcoin's incentives are better than any government coercion they have up their sleeve anyways opti what are your thoughts on all this but this is very good news bro that's what i'm thinking well first off uh i thought you were going to mention american hodl's tweet where he said that you guys have no excuse to not stack 6.15 because of these prices but hey you took <laughs> you took it another way uh no obviously jokes 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 but this is uh the great exodus from exchanges so love to see it uh those charts that you showed the glass notes charts and and all the address it, it's going parabolic and you know what's it uh the shrimps dolphins and crabs and whatever all the different names are out there people are stacking bitcoin which we've been saying for a long time that there there's irrefutable proof that there's more bitcoiners coming into the fold there's more people stacking bitcoin uh but to the point of what we're saying you know hopefully people do learn their lesson this time around but i think that you know we're only going to learn our lesson until we don't and we recreate this again next cycle because i mean I remember when I came in, the big the big lesson was empty uh, Gox, and you know they had a bank run. Basically, they went insolvent as well, and it seems like people are forgetting those lessons from the past. But I think this cycle or this time around with this FTX collapse, with the Three Arrows Capital collapse, the Celsius collapse, all the lenders that are about to blow up, you know, BlockFi, Voyager. Um, I think that these lessons of putting our you know our collective hands on the stove over here here uh it, it's becoming it's made so much noise this time around that people aren't going to be able to avoid this this like this fundamental truth of not your bitcoin or not your keys not your bitcoin and seeing the google trend numbers go up though like the, that's going parabolic so maybe i'm wrong maybe people are waking up to the bitcoin only message and and realizing that crypto is a scam and that you just need to buy bitcoin put it in the cold storage save your bitcoin and avoid these lending platforms like I, i've talked to a few bitcoiners and uh you know relatively new bitcoiners and they got themselves wrecked on on these uh lending platforms having their bitcoin on exchanges 
And everyone is feeling the pain for that. And we say it all the time, you know, shit corners make us all look bad. And we, we just feel bad for people out there that are getting wrecked. And, you know, we don't want to we don't want to kick a horse while it's down. But obviously the metrics are showing that people are waking up to what we've been trying to say for a long time is take your Bitcoin off exchanges. Exchanges are not wallets. You need to own the private keys. You need to have the 12 to 24 words or else it's not your Bitcoin. So at least we're seeing the numbers follow, which is which is a silver lining. But I just hope that we do not forget these lessons going into the future and that this this actually makes a point where people remember these hard lessons man like oh man i really just hope that that we don't forget this going going into the next cycle in in a year or two and we have another explosion that where we're talking about the same exact thing but hey this 100%. is just bitcoin bear market things this is just bitcoin bear market things that being said let's uh Let's find out what's going on with the SBF saga. Hopefully, I don't want to talk about this anymore, but you guys have to hear this because it just it just gets even more ridiculous. The Daily News. Brought to you by Bitbox 2 Bitcoin Only Edition, a hardware wallet by Shift Crypto. Crypto like cryptography. It's secure, it's open source, and it's so easy your mom can set it up. Self-custody is the revolution, and the Bitbox makes it simple. Do not leave your Bitcoin on an exchange. Order a BitBox today. All right, guys, check this out. This article from November 17, 2022, the New York Post. So it is a reputable source, okay? Um, Sam Bankman-Fried uh, was ordered by Bahamian government to hack FTX after bankruptcy. FTX tells court. <laughs> this is one of those cases where reality is stranger than fiction. I'm going to read it again. Sam Bankman-Fried was ordered by Bahamian government to hack FTX after bankruptcy. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. FTX new boss accused disgraced CEO Sam Bankman-Fried of hacking into the company while in custody of the Bahamian government to obtain digital assets belonging to FTX after it had filed for bankruptcy according to bombshell lawsuit filed Thursday. John J. Ray, an insolvency expert who steered energy firm Enron. Okay. When the guy who's responsible with dealing with the whole Enron debacle is saying this, maybe perhaps we should pay attention. Though it's infamous $23 billion bankruptcy following a massive accounting scandal, alleged the unauthorized access transferred FTX assets into accounts outside the control of management, according to the Wall Street Journal. The Bahamian government is responsible for directing unauthorized access to the debtor's systems for the purpose of obtaining digital assets of the debtors, FTX lawyers said in the filing in the district of Delaware Bankruptcy Court Thursday. The filing also alleged Mr. Bankman-Fried, FTX co-founder Gary Wang, stated in record and verified text that Bahamian regulators instructed that certain post-petition transfers of debitor assets be made by Mr. Wang and, and Mr. Bankman-Fried, and that such assets were custodied on fireblocks under control of, of the Bahamian government. Last Thursday, the SEC, no, the Securities Commission of the Bahamas said on November 12th, it took action to transfer all digital assets of the FTX digital markets to a digital wallet owned by the commission, Reuters reported. Quote, 
urgent interim regulatory action was necessary to protect the interests of clients and creditors of the FDM, the commission said in a statement. Bankman-Fried resigned as CEO and FTX filed for bankruptcy on November 11th after his crypto empire valued at more than $30 billion imploded. The 30-year-old, who has been holed up in his $40 million penthouse in the tax-friendly haven of the Bahamas since its downfall, could not be reached. Of course not. On Wednesday, liquidators for FDM asked Manhattan Court to recognize its bankruptcy in the Bahamas, saying they reject the uh, validity of the cryptocurrencies exchange U.S. bankruptcy proceedings. Looks like uh, the Bahamas wants to keep those bags. <laughs> FTX, I'm sorry I'm laughing. This is just so ridiculous. I feel bad for anyone who's involved. But guys, we Bitcoiners have been telling you, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. If you're trusting a third party, look, happened with Mt. Gox, people still have not received. They've still not been made whole from that hack. And that bankruptcy has been going on for years now in Japan. Right. So it looks like this is going to follow the same suit. It looks like it's just another bankruptcy proceeding in the Bahamas. Now, what's interesting is the Bahamian government fighting the U.S. government about deciding who gets to keep all these funds. And it looks like Bahamas really they, they really stepped ahead. They're like, no, Sam, you got to send this to us, bro. This is this is very fascinating stuff. FTX countered Thursday by requesting that any dispute over the company's bankruptcy be handled inside Delaware courts, where the company voluntarily filed for Chapter 11 last week instead of New York, according to the journal. In the studying filing, Ray also ripped the firm's corporate governments under Bankman Freed as the worst he's ever seen. That's right. The person who was in charge with Enron literally says that the FTX blow up is the worst he's ever seen. To quote him, he says, never in my career have I seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and such a complete absence of trustworthy financial information as occurred here. Um, from com uh, from compromised systems, integrity and faulty regulatory oversight abroad to the concentration of control in the hands of a very small group of inexperienced unsophisticated and potentially compromised individuals this situation is unprecedented that is the dude that dealt with enron and that's what he's saying oh my god oh dude oh man oh man all of this could have been avoided if you just stayed humble stack stats sent your bitcoin to cold storage raise filing detailed several lapses that contributed to the downfall an almeida entity has lent 2.3 billion to an ftx entity while bankman fried and ftx co-founders and top executives nasheed singh and ryan salem have collectively borrowed 1.6 billion from almeida according to the filing more such related party transactions are listed in the filing Though details are not offered. Okay, so check this out. Um, they took $1.6 billion of people's funds. This is disgusting. Bank Friedman Singh and Salam did not respond to requests for comments on Thursday. No shit. FTX funds were also used to buy homes and other personal items for employees and, and ad, uh, advisors, Ray wrote. Some of these money transfers were not documented as company loans, while the homes were registered under the names of the employees. Proper checks and balances were absent. According to the filing, employees submitted payment requests through an online chat platform and supervisors approved them with personalized emojis. 
is the filing state. Bankman-Fried often communicated through applications that were set to auto-delete after a short period of time and encouraged employees to do the same. Most of the financial statements Ray reviewed were not audited. He said he harbored substantial concerns for statements he found that were audited because they relied on Prager Mertes, an accounting firm operating in the virtual world in metaverse platform to central land. This is real. I'm not lying. This is from the New York Post. <laughs> this reality is stranger than fiction. But hold on, it gets worse. Bear with me. Ray also wrote that Bankman Fried had made erratic and misleading payments uh, in public statements, citing an exchange with a reporter on Twitter. Bankman Fried was defiant in the wild interview with Vox on Tuesday, telling a reporter that filing for bankruptcy was his biggest single fuck up and stating, fuck regulators. <laughs> Ray declared last week that FTX was cooperating with both law enforcement and regulatory officials and making an effort to recover assets. Bankman-Fried was part of a closely knit group of 10 roommates who led FTX Almeida from a penthouse in the Bahamas. The roommates were said to be romantically linked, sparking, sparking online gossip that they were all members of a polycue, a network of po polygamous relations, polymers relations. What is going on? <laughs> Oh, man, fucking shit coins, dude. Holy shit. Okay, uh, the bankruptcy marked. I'm sorry I'm laughing, guys. This is just, you don't get to read this every day, okay? This is just, this is insane. The bankruptcy marked a stunning fall for FTX, which was valued at $32 billion as recently as last January, and for Bankman Freed, who had tried to portray himself as the face of a burgeoning cryptocurrency movement. Bankman Freed and his associates face mounting legal and regulatory pressures following revelations that FTX shifted uh, secretly shifted $10 billion in client funds to prop of Almeida. At least $1 billion of those funds is still missing. <laughs> Dude, it is so bad. All right. It, some of the best parts are always the comments. Um, this is Nancy Savage commenting on the New York Post. She says, this guy is worse than Bernie Madoff. Since it affects all types of investments and transfers of electronic funds, not to mention he additionally compromised people's bank accounts and identities. He fooled his employees into keeping their salaries in the exchange. It's akin to a bank pulling the plug, directly accessing your money, which is the worst thing imaginable. <laughs> oh, man. And then there's just some political comments. Uh, I, I, I want to really go over the Vox interview because it's just ridiculous. Um it, it's titled Sam Bankman Freed tries to explain himself. Shout out to Vox because they did it and they did the interview over Twitter DM. I don't have time to go over all of it, but it is pretty entertaining. Um, so the reporter asks, you said a lot of stuff about how you wanted to make regulations, just good ones. Was that pretty much just PR too? It says there's there's no one really out there making good, uh, making sure good things happen and bad things don't. Keep in mind. SBF, and we played that video with Eric Voorhees, was advocating for uh, KYC uh, Bitcoin, KYC Bitcoin and crypto transactions. And when Eric Voorhees cornered him and said, so would you want that for email? He didn't have a good answer to that. Now we know because he was trying to get in bed with regulators so that they wouldn't get in trouble. He's trying to build a regulatory moat. But this guy was the biggest fraud of them all. Usually there's only uh, one toggle, do more or do less. Just, yeah, just PR. That's right. <laughs> it was just PR. He says, quote, fuck regulators. They make everything worse. They don't protect customers at all. And you, do you, bro? Does uh, re The reporter says, does seem like some kind of customer consumer protection would be good, though. Like many, like maybe regulators can't deliver, but sure does look like customers lose their shirts a bunch. Agreed. 
on both. It would be good, but regulars can't do it. And you couldn't do it, and CZ sure isn't doing it, so who? They can't actually distinguish between good and bad. Just do more businesses versus do less business and put up more moats versus put up fewer moats. No one will. But do you want to know the truth? No one's doing it in the rest of finance either. Ooh. Or for, for that matter, other areas that are regulated. The FDA isn't helping. The giant crackdown on big tech has no point or goal or philosophy behind it. Office of Foreign Asset Control is slowly undermining U.S. interests globally and is the single biggest threat to the U.S. being a superpower. ESG has been perverted beyond recognition. Dude, this is, this is, uh, we have the link. We always put our sources down below, but Opti, are you as entertained as I am, bro? Like, what the? <laughs> Giant sex parties in this penthouse? Guy steals everybody's money? Billions, to do billions of dollars missing? Does an interview via Twitter DM? Just like, bro, like, oh my God, dude. Oh my well, God. I, I just can't wait for the Netflix special. This is going to be a lit Netflix special. It's but... going to be so dope. <laughs> who do you think is going to play? Who do you think is going to play Sam? Uh, Jonah Hill. <laughs> do you think Yellow will make an appearance? Uh, maybe. He should. He definitely should. Uh, but but back. <laughs> How to do that feeling? Where is Yellow? I don't He's know. Everywhere. I have no idea. Uh, Yellow, peace treaty, peace treaty. I know we left you in the car yesterday, but you survived. Uh, anyways, back to the the, the signal here. Um, the fact that the new CEO of FTX is the old CEO for Enron or, or whatever, the, the dude doing damage control now, and he says this is the most... Uh, what's the worst he's ever seen? Like, that's absolutely amazing. I think that's kind of further testament to the idea that we've been telling you guys that the lesson that, that people are learning with this FTX debacle will not be forgotten, especially when they're going to do a, a really awesome Netflix special soon about this. But uh, what was the, the Bohemian government asking SBF to hack FTX? Uh in my opinion, putting my tinfoil hat on, uh, they just pretty much asked him to access the back door that we all know he programmed in there. So, you know, it is what it is. Probably wasn't too hard. Probably did it in a few minutes. Uh, but, man, like I said in the beginning, and I think I've said this all week, the, the further we are away from the collapse and the more information we get coming out of this FTX stuff, this SBF uh, saga, it, it's just it gets crazier and crazier like it's absolutely insane the degeneracy that, that they uh, were able to maintain for two to three years and you know using customers funds to ball out it just it's just right down the shitcoin path like we've seen this before by other shitcoiners the only difference here is that they got exposed and their card got pulled so you know i mean and and also did it say um, uh find an accountant in the virtual shitcoin land descent yes. like what <laughs> like what like dude you can't make this stuff up it's it is insane absolutely insane and then i mean uh that that whole like regulatory uh quip that he said like we say it all the time you know uh the regulatory moat that the financial legacy system has built around itself to insulate itself from competition uh i think it's not only being exposed but the fact that uh sbf knows uh publicly that this was all pr uh, it just shows you what kind of character this guy has. And, and I saw it this morning on Reuters. Uh, they said that they spent like $2 billion 
on basically acquiring acquisitions for regulatory purpose. So they were just buying companies so that it looked like they were the most regulated exchange. And again, to me, this is just like proof of stake, uh, you know, legacy system type type actions where it's like you have enough money. Let me just co-op these people, buy them out and just try to kick the can down the road further so that we don't get caught doing our stuff. But man, this this is just it's such a crazy saga. This SBF stuff. Uh, he, dude, I don't, I don't know if you dude, can just call him straight psychopath, but it's just fucking crazy. It's dude, just there, crazy. There is no response. Like the response is dude, like dude, like <laughs> this is, this is nuts. Like, bro, exactly. The, I got the response for you right here. Bruh. Yeah, exactly. Because this is just so ridiculous. This is just beyond like, bro, it's, it's, it's beyond comprehension, man. Like I don't understand it. Oh man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. All right. All right. It's time for the culture. Let's do it. Let's hit it. I'm excited. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. Amazing. Andres wow. is rug pulling us, by the way. So we have yeah, to shame yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Don't, Hold dude, on. don't dox him like that. No, he he says he's uh, busy doing some fiat mining. <laughs> he will be back next week. But anyways, it's fitting because I, I I covered this this morning, and this is what I wanted to cover today, anyways. And then he told me he's like, "Yo, am I still coming on the show?" Anyways, anyways, long story short, we're covering this article by Jamison Lop. It's on the Casa blog, and it's something we've been telling you guys for a long time on the show. It's about taking your Bitcoin into self custody. But he laid it out. He laid the game out very clearly. And after we're watching this whole FTX SBF debacle, I think it's very fitting that we we cover it on today's show. So for those not on YouTube, not watching the show, and listening to the audio. This article is titled Securing Bitcoin Scarcity and Fighting Fake Bitcoin. So Bitcoin provides strong assurances around the predictability and scarcity of its money supply. And scarcity is one of Bitcoin's key properties and fundamental value drivers. If this property is violated, we have a big problem. So, do we have a problem? And uh, there's a tweet by Jameson Lopp and he goes, Bitcoin will not be a great store of value if most people are buying fake Bitcoin. So apparently it caused a lot of confusion and this is why this article came out. So let me just read some of this stuff so that we can give you guys the pure signal of what is actually going on in the market. So Bitcoin is often touted as a store of value, but how is that value accrued? It's no different than any other asset. In order for the price slash exchange rate to increase, value must flow from other assets into this new asset. Value flows as a result of demand, and the exchange rate adjusts as a result of the available supply. By available supply, I mean the amount that is actually purchasable on the market, not the amount, not the total amount in existence. And this is how the invisible hand of the market acts upon the available information to affect the discovery of an asset's price. You guys should know this. You guys are very aware of this. But the problem is that there are many forms of fake Bitcoin. And when someone who wants to buy real Bitcoin ends up buying fake Bitcoin, that value is not accrued and stored by the true Bitcoin system, and this process corrupts price discovery. So 
what are fake Bitcoin and what does he mean by this? Well, first, of course, you know the, the basic one, Bitcoin knockoffs. And again, another tweet, Jameson Lott goes, 80 plus crypto assets have the word Bitcoin in their name. 14 have a market cap over 1 million. Three claim to be Bitcoin and only one is actually Bitcoin. So there have long been arguments by Bitcoin detractors that BTC is not scarce because there's near zero cost for anyone to launch a limited number of similar tokens. This argument has a grain of truth, but only to the extent that other tokens are seen as being the same in the eyes of market participants. Clearly, fork coins are incompatible protocols that are rejected by anyone running a Bitcoin node. And this is why we tell you guys run a node. Verify your transactions from the Genesis block so that you do not get bamboozled with fake coin. Anyway, Ranger appears to have passed. It, it's becoming very obvious in the market that there is one Bitcoin. It is BTC by its ticker. But what if I told you that Bitcoin's manipulated in far more deceptive and subversive ways? And now this whole collapse, enter paper Bitcoin, the most straightforward form of which is the simple IOU. This technique, fractional reserve banking, has been employed by institutions for hundreds of years. This is literally why we Bitcoin. Anyways, Bitcoin IOUs, the unfortunate current crypto reality is that the vast majority of users are being onboarded through centralized exchanges. They send fiat to the exchange through a bank that uses traditional payment rails and then place an order to buy BTC. But what happens when that order is executed by the exchange's trading engine. An entry in a private database is updated, thus creating the exchange user with an IOU corresponding to the amount of BTC they purchase. And this IOU has none of the properties of Bitcoin. It's merely a financial instrument that gives the IOU owner exposure to the BTC price. And, you can, and even the proof of reserves doesn't really mean anything as we've been clowning on it all week. So are you starting to see the problem? Since you can't verify a company's balance sheet, you can't be sure that your IOU is redeemable for the asset it represents. And this isn't a problem until it is, as we see with exchanges blowing up. And history is rife with catastrophic revelations that exchanges were operating with fractional. And here are some of the highlights, and I'm not going to cover them all just the big ones we have empty gox with 650,000 bitcoin loss we have bitfinex with 120,000 bitcoin loss we have celsius with 105,000 bitcoin loss and now recently we have blockfi with something around 30,000 bitcoin loss voyager with 10,000 bitcoin loss and ftx with 70,000 bitcoin loss and if you add this whole list up and i have the receipts in the youtube so you guys can read it later and do the math for yourself. Don't trust verify. That's over 1 million BTC. And this is just some of the large losses. And out of the current total supply of 19 million B Bitcoin, that's 5%, which is non-trivial. And this is just what we know of. And who knows how many other unknown, unbacked IOUs are floating around out there. So if you're a fan of Bitcoin, then you probably aren't a fan of fractional reserve banking. This is why we do. So the point being, why there's no central authority that can manipulate the supply of real Bitcoin, these independent Bitcoin banks can absolutely manipulate the amount of Bitcoin IOUs that are for sale on the market. Even more unscrupulous forms of market manipulations, and some techniques have been performed in commodities markets for decades. Other techniques were even employed in the credit derivatives market, which was the great financial crisis of 2008. And what he's talking about is derivatives, futures, and options contracts. So the history of the precious metals markets and their manipulation by Wall Street trading firms is fascinating, and gold bugs will tell you all about it. I'm not going to get into the whole story. This is why you got to read it. But the 
main point is spoofing or placing and then killing orders before they were executed and thus creating artificial demand or supply and thus false prices. And this interferes with the re of the physical asset. And yet the most egregious method of manipulation is right in plain sight. And this is the very structure of contemporary commodity markets where prices are established by trading vast quantities of fractionally backed credits, be it in the form of unallocated positions that are gold or silver in name only, or in the form of futures that don't have any connection with the CME approved precious metals vaults and warehouses. So futures and options contracts are generally used as components of sophisticated hedging strategies. And most contracts do not result in the physical delivery because the entities trading them don't want to deal with the hassle. They only care about the financial exposure. And since delivery of the assets is extremely rare, the paper market's price is subject to heavy and frequent manipulation. And thus, by siphoning off demand for the real physical assets and channeling it into unbacked or fractionally banked credits and futures, the central bankers, the Bitcoin exchanges, and their counterparts have done an amazing job in creating an entire market structure of future trading that is unconnected to actual physical assets. This siphons demand away from the physical assets and creates a system of price discovery that has nothing to do with the supply and demand for the physical asset. So are we seeing this in the Bitcoin market? Well, LOP shows us that at any given time, there's about $10 billion in futures being traded across crypto exchanges. And CME Bitcoin futures has about $1.5 billion in cash settled contracts with futures. So we are definitely seeing this. And it may not be a concern yet, but it looks like these paper contract markets are still less than 10% the size of the Bitcoin market cap. And it seems the level of manipulation we've seen in previous metals markets has yet to occur in Bitcoin, but it's worth keeping an eye on because the potential is there. So this is why I had to cover this today, guys. I know I had to read it. Uh, we had to cover we had to cover the sauce here because the 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 main point here is the solution is take your Bitcoin into self-custody. So while we can't stop exchanges from issuing IOUs, we can't stop financial firms from offering complex paper Bitcoin contracts, we can limit the magnitude of these activities by taking your Bitcoin into self-custody. We tell you this consistently, but hard money punishes those who build financial services on foundations of fictional reserves and we are seeing this play out in real time we've seen it play out in the past in real time so the point being exchanges efficient reserves in order to withstand panics and avoid lapse and by creating a culture that extols the virtues of self-custody we minimize the balances held by exchanges and thus minimize the systemic risks they pose to bitcoin scarcity the smaller the balances held by exchanges the fewer ious they can even risk issuing your keys one bitcoin equals one Bitcoin their keys one Bitcoin equals zero Bitcoin it is not your Bitcoin when you give it away oh my god and what about lending don't support anything that rehypothecates your Bitcoin I wouldn't I honestly I wouldn't recommend giving your your Bitcoin to anyone uh, because it's quite clear from this crypto credit crisis of 2022 that rehypothecation makes it very easy to lose track of just how much risk you are doing to your funds that are exposed and this is easier done if you guys just take your Bitcoin into self-custody. Satoshi gave us the gift of sound money, and it's up to us to ensure that those who offer services built on top of it are still playing by the rules. Guys, this is why we tell you every single day, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. Take Bitcoin into self-custody. Verify your Bitcoin by your nodes and stop outsourcing your trust. 
this is the fundamental revolution, guys. Remember, I think I reference the white paper all the time because it's in the abstract. It's in the first introduction. The legacy system is built on trust that has been abused, and we are taking that back by verifying our Bitcoin, by taking Bitcoin into self-custody. And this is the revolution, guys. This is how you stop all this madness. You just take your Bitcoin into self-custody. It's a very simple solution. I know people try to complicate things. We overcomplicate things because we're human. But literally, you just need to write down 12 to 24 words to a wallet that you control and verify your transactions for yourself. Stop trusting people. Take back your money, and you can take back your life. Anyways, Nico. We covered. We had to cover the sauce because I you mean it's fitting. It. I'm, I'm, I'm it. almost glad that Andres didn't come today because today's show is like a, a fitting example of what we were talking about. We, we we explained it in the numbers. We are seeing the 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 exodus from exchanges. Bitcoin's leaving exchanges, and and you know the the meme of the great exodus. We we covered the debacle and the degeneracy of the FTX collapse and how crazy it's becoming, and the fact that it's off Ugazi. And now you know the exact solution and the fix to all this, which is we tell you guys all the time, but we bring the receipts. It's just put Bitcoin into cold storage into a wallet that you control. Take Bitcoin into self custody. Explain to people the tools that they need to do. Explain to the people how important 12 to 24 words is. And we can we can hopefully minimize this the next time this comes around. But, hey, we shall see in a few years if people forget this lesson or not. <laughs> Dude, I mean, uh, look, I think Lop said it perfectly. That was a great find. That was a great article by Lop. Lop is uh, chief technology officer at, uh, at CASA. They make multi-sig easy. So he definitely knows what he's talking about. And it's just this idea that we've been just trying to like hammer into your guys' head, right? Not your keys, not your Bitcoin. Learn to take self custody. In fact, not your. If you're not running your own node, you're trusting someone else's node. Minimize that trust, man. Minimize that trust. I fundamentally believe the world would be a much better place if just people held their own keys, like if people held their own money. And they stopped outsourcing that to demons because that's that's where I believe we are today is that many people have outsourced that responsibility to people that don't don't deserve that type of responsibility. Like, look at the example with Lebanon. Right. Uh, look at the example with the Lebanese banks, better said. Look at the example with the FTX. And look, you, you kind of have to understand human nature. Right. Human nature is you see this pile of cash even though it's not yours, but you have access to it, you know, it's very tempting to use that. Right. So, and it, it, and, and I believe it's a, it's an, it's, it's, it's a structural issue, right? If you take away their ability to use that money in the first place, then it's, you're, then they're not looking at a big pile of cash. Right. And then, you know, the, the, the Vox reporter and S and S and SBF in the chat said it, right. It's like, look, if you want, this government regulation to step in, you want big daddy government to fix it. That means more bureaucracy, more bureaucracy, less freedom for you. Right. So it, it, it all kind of circles back to stop trusting other people with your money. Full stop, period. That's it. Like that's that's how it works. Right. And now that we have Bitcoin that, you know, facilitates that makes that easy, you know, gives us the capability to do just that. There's literally absolutely no excuse as to why you would continue to trust a third party with your money, right? 
learn how to take self custody and you know help your family members help your parents bro if if they're not technology you know if they're not if, if if they don't have the technical know-how be that uncle jim set them up on self custody you know set them up on a wallet that they could see and you know when they if they want to interact with them be that family member that's there you know be that 1-800 number rather than them 1-800ing a bank right like be be that support line be there this is how you push the revolution obviously clearly you want people to learn how to do it but you know some people are just you know they they, they, they just they're not technologically inclined they just don't want to put in the work but you know that's a that's an individual question are you really going to allow your family member to get scammed by sbf because you didn't want to take it upon yourself you know, that's that's also a question that you have to ask, man. And also it makes me really bullish about Fediments, man, because Fediments is from Odell's explanation when he came on the show. It's like the proton mail of self-custody, right? Like you uh, like, you know, the, the complexity is all behind the hood, like Fediments, from my understanding, if you lose your password, you can get it recovered. Right. So like, you know, if you lose your access to your Bitcoin, you can get the, the people to to help you recover but at the end of the day you know it's still not as good as self custody the best the best situation here is you having complete control over your private keys no one else has access to them that's the ideal situation you know unfortunately some people are just they're just not inclined to do that but that's where family members come in. That's where very trusted, trusted acquaintances come in. And I think Fediments potentially might solve this problem as well. But anything is better than leaving your corn on exchanges and empowering them with your corn, right? You empower them because they're holding all of that wealth and you're trusting them not to speculate with it, not to, you know, cut any corners. And why do you have to, why are you putting trust in someone when no, when that trust is no longer required, but that requires you to learn how to take self-custody of your corn. But anyways, hey, let's well, get hold to on, Nico, before we get to the meme review, uh, someone commented on our space and maybe we, we should just, uh, TLDR them. They said, what do you mean by taking self-custody? You mean cold wallet. So, yeah. So why don't you beauty on shout out Opti? Why don't you show them okay. the wallets? It's, it's very simple, guys, what we mean by taking Bitcoin into self-custody. It just means that you have a Bitcoin wallet, whether it's on a desktop like Bitcoin Core, Sparrow, Spectre, or a hardware wallet like Cold Card, Seed Signer, or one of our sponsors, Bitbox, or just take Bitcoin into a mobile wallet like Pine, Breeze, Moon, Wallet of Satoshi, Blue Wallet, a Phoenix Wallet, and if you're more inclined, you know, there's Zeus and Zap, and this is all we mean. You basically just want to be the sole owner of the 12 to 24 words that controls your Bitcoin, and you do not want someone else to be able to move that Bitcoin without your approval, which means take Bitcoin into self-custody. It really just means taking Bitcoin off exchanges and putting them into a wallet that you control. And I know I, I, I had this conversation with my mom, Nika, and we'll move on to the meme review. And uh, we talk about these memes all the time. But still, sometimes people don't understand exactly what we're what we're talking about. So thank you for the question. I don't know if we're getting trolled, but I really love the fact that we could actually elaborate on it. It self custody really just means taking Bitcoin into a wallet that you control. And I named some right that we like. There's there's other ones, but those are the ones that we like to use. Those are the ones that we use personally. Oh, Nico's a huge fan of Electrum. So there's a bunch of good stuff out there, guys. But Definitely lead people to these tools. Anyways, let's move on. 
Hell yeah. That was beautiful. And Beautyon's going to be happy with us. Anyways, let's get to the meme review. Let's do it. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. Kaboom Kaboom. All right, guys, you already know this is the meme review. Tweets are the bullets and memes are the artillery in this information war. You guys are the frontline soldiers. Continue to spread that Bitcoin signal. Continue to get the calls of action. Continue to push the truth so that the, the normies out there understand what's going on. And, of course, drop your meme review score in the chat once we're done so that we can review your score on the show anyways this first one uh it's a play on one that we did yesterday i really like this this format shouts out corn delorean and he goes withdraw your bitcoin from exchanges and we got a, a weathered a broken npc and he goes stop giving me your toughest battles and then we got the the chad jesus he goes it's literally just 12 words my guy <laughs> just it's 12 words it 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 couldn't be that much simpler. If I can do it, you can do it. Anyways, again, we're we're you know, we're doing a little little victory lap on Twitter. So you love to see it. This is an old meme, and this is Spirit of Nakadai. And he goes, "Damn, does it feel good to be vindicated?" And we got a Pepe Pope or Pepe Monk. I don't even know what you'd call him. He goes, "Mean Bitcoin Maxis," and we got the wreck shitcoiners. And he goes, everything other than Bitcoin is a scam, guys. This is a, this is a message that apparently even Google Trends is learning for itself. There is Bitcoin and there is shitcoin. And then shouts out to our boy RD Bitcoin, RDBTC on Twitter. And he goes, if you don't withdraw from the exchange, you may as well not bother, to be honest. Bitcoin, not your keys, not your coin. And we got, I don't know what cartoon this is, but he's got a paper and he goes, paper Bitcoin, whoa. This is worthless. <laughs> Guys, if you do not self-custody your Bitcoin, if you do not take Bitcoin into a wallet that you control, you might as well not even own Bitcoin. It, it's You actually don't own Bitcoin, in my opinion. Anyways, we did this, uh, essentially the same meme earlier in the week, but Need Creations did a, did a nice iteration on it, and I think this is even further uh, proof and, and, and further illustration of what we keep trying to tell you guys, but a picture paints a thousand words. Anyways, he goes, once you see it, there's no turning back. Hashtag Bitcoin. And so we got two circles, and the perception is that Bitcoin is just a small fraction of crypto and then there's fiat but in reality there is bitcoin and there's fiat and crypto scams are just fiat recreations on my blockchain so my blockchain my blockchain my stack blockchain. bitcoin saving bitcoin and this one this next meme again sometimes i like to to take people screenshots and 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 make basically force them as memes this one is pete rizzo he he, he does a great job on twitter and he goes bitcoin price at the time of this tweet was 25 cents and i know you guys are hearing this right now i know i know this ftx stuff is bringing these old old fud lines back in the news and we got this guy critty uh check the date november 19th 2010 for one bitcoin you too can be a part of a ponzi scheme ouch have fun staying poor as we like to say but I think it's fitting to bring these kinds of memes back up because people are saying the same thing and you can screenshot them now and in a few years, what, 10 years, 12 years, 
we can all have a good laugh about it. <laughs> this next one is Bitcoin Mag EDU on Twitter, and it goes, Dear Bitcoin detractors, technology advances whether you like it or not. We go from the candle to the light bulb, from the horse to the car, from the newspaper in print to the laptop, and from fiat money to Bitcoin. Hold on. We need to give him some horns on that one. And again, this is another Bitcoin mag. Uh, I know for you guys out there, you might not like this. You may not agree that this is a meme, but we got Bitcoin magazine. They have a, uh, a screenshot and it says Drake holds his own Bitcoin keys. Do you? And there's a screenshot here apparently of Drake's uh, Instagram with a diamond, a diamond ledger. studded ledger. And it says waiting on you, Bitcoin. And I brought this one on today not only is it about taking bitcoin into self-custody but also uh, just a testament to the idea that we've been saying for a while bitcoin hitting the mainstream and and this is you know say what you want about celebrity endorsements and all this stuff but you can see in real time that bitcoin is infiltrating popular culture and it's only a matter of time until everyone becomes a bitcoiner so continue to push the message continue to meme continue to get those calls of action continue to tell people to stay humble stack sats provide the value and save in bitcoin and take that bitcoin into self-custody so oh, yeah it's just beautiful to see that hey man say what you want about drake but yo he got bars and he's got a big audience and yo, he's stacking Bitcoin on a hardware wallet, so you should too. Anyways, I am continuing to double down on these Pacific Bitcoin trading cards. And today we have Bitcoin the having. Ah, that one's nice. kind of litty. I'm going to give it a. Also, guys, this is Simply Bitcoin Live. Put your score I told I told in the live chat. You told them? I told them. Okay, I'm going to give it this Wi Fi extender. Extend Ooh. your Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might need one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Extend your Wait, Wi-Fi. look at this. Hold on, look at this comment. Shouts out to Opti's Gilf Swinger Lifestyle with an audience. <laughs> Breaking Drake docks by Ledger. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Okay, so let's get to these meme review scores. Hold on, hold on. All right, first one by Rave Elevator. I give those memes one stick of butter for my corn. Very, very nice. Um, next one by Igor. I give the memes a Jesuit head cap. Jesuit head cap. Jesuit. Uh, Rave Elevator, I give those Wait, memes. Wait, no, you did that one. You did that one. Hold on. There's this one. Oh, Shed Boy says, I, my score is the Machine Man speech from Charlie Chaplin film Dictator. Ooh. Dude. That's a dude. good one. That's, that's one of the one. best. That's one of the best scores I've, I've, I've heard in a long time. Uh, Diogenes says, uh, my meme score is wrecked. Bitcoin tweet are the real NFTs. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Oh, man. Hold on. Okay. God damn it, yellow. Yellow. Uh, Opti's Gilf Swinger Lifestyle with an audience. If you Yellow. know, you know. Score, key for Hilton Hotel, hotel room 69. Bring your own mask. <laughs> it's a family-friendly show. <laughs> uh, wait, should Yellow read this mean review score? Do your Yellow voice. Don't stop believing. Do that all right, all right, yellow. Give me back the camera. Give me back the camera, yellow. Yo, give me back the yo, camera. This is savage. Frank Arn. I give these memes one backdoor entrance to FTX and Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bitcoin for Canadians. I give the memes oh the yummy crumbs that got caught in Nico's beard the last time he had beans. <laughs> 
This is true. This oh, is true. Man. Next one, yellow. Yellow gives a car. Ref- How did you type? Uh, yellow gives a car refreshment fake tree thingy. It's true, but they do smell delicious. Yellow. Yellow. I, I will give you those tacos soon. Sorry, bro. I left you in the car so long yesterday. I give the memes. Just Semina says I give the memes a lightning transaction. Very good. Very good score. I like that. Guardian healer. I give those memes. QR code, PSBT, partially signed Bitcoin transaction. If you know, you know, and we are out of time. Anyways, guys, also make sure to join Simply Bitcoin's awesome, awesome Telegram group. It's completely free. You got to go to www.t.me slash the Simply Bitcoin channel. Also check out the written version of this show, Simply Bitcoin Unfiltered. To subscribe, you got to go to www.simplybitcoin.news. It's completely free. Shout out to our awesome writers, Zach, Paul, Rustin, Wynikis, slaying it anyways guys there was an open source software release today let's check it out bitcoin software release brought to you by cypher safe don't be that person that loses their bitcoin seed due to fire damage water damage dog attacks back up your generational bitcoin wealth on steel and there's no better place to do it than the cypher grid by cypher safe and now check out their new bitcoin art the bitcoin rulux triangle only on cyphersafe.io all right everybody the the software wallet for today hold on let me sorry not software software update for today sparrow wallet this is one of the my favorite um desktop wallets right now um it's awesome it, it, it literally makes things easy sets up multi-sig easy definitely recommend it download it. it's available for mac pc um all that stuff so the new version just to release sparrow wallet version 1.7.1 includes wallet tab icons sparrow terminal updates and more let's get into some of the details wallet tab icons oh that's cool Broadcast premix transactions from Sparrow Terminal. Show addresses, QR code, and terminal. Change QR code display density. Well, very cool. Nice little fixes. And I like that. I like how they added the little icons. That's a nice little feature. I really, really enjoyed that. Shout out to the guys from Sparrow for making an awesome wallet. Also, guys, check out our audio version of this show. It's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Fountain. Thank you for everybody for streaming the sat, the the uh, sat, streaming us sats on Fountain. Really appreciate the value for value podcasting thing is dope AF. Uh, we're gonna read some of the comments. We're gonna get to it. Opti, I think we should start every Friday. We should read the Fountain comments of the week. Uh, we're gonna get okay. into the habit that, of that. So that'll, yeah, that'll work better because we don't get them every single day. So that's yeah, perfect. exactly. So it's a little bit hectic. So we'll, we'll get into the habit, guys, because we do appreciate all the support. Thank you so much. We'll we'll go through all the Fountain comments every Friday of this show. So make sure to tune in. And of course, guys, check out our awesome clothing sponsor, RepresentLTD.com. Opti and I are wearing the merch right now. Opti's wearing the newly released Simply Bitcoin merch. Opti, show the back, and I'll show show mine as well. I Opti's wearing the full Simply Bitcoin merch, and I'm wearing the Simply Bitcoin tank. It's it's super 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 badass. I need one of those. 
And you can take advantage of the promo code, and it's in camo. You know Nico likes camo. You can take advantage of the promo code, all caps, simply dash Bitcoin to get a 10% discount on RepresentLTD.com. Guys, mind you, the Simply Bitcoin merch is limited edition drop. There's only so much to go around. So when they sold out, when they sell out, that's it. They won't make any more of these. So make sure to get your own Simply Bitcoin merch. I'm going to have to buy my own. Guys, we love you all. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode. Make sure to hit that like button. Consider subscribing if you feel we provided you value. And the number one thing you could do to help this channel, in fact, help all Bitcoin content, get the signal out there, is share this video, especially with your normie friends. Orange pill them. Spread the peaceful revolution. The show is going to go on. I have to run, but Opti is going to continue the show. I have a meeting at 120, but Opti is going to continue the show on Twitter spaces with our friends over at Swan Bitcoin. Best place to stack stats by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. We love you all. Have an amazing weekend, and we will see you on Monday, everybody, for a brand new episode of Simply Bitcoin.